Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. This is part two of how to master manifestation, the masterclass. I am so excited for today. Today we're talking about the missing pieces. We're talking about the spiritual assignment behind your manifestation, diving deeper into that, as well as something that I call everyday energetics, how to be moving forward every day. And I offer some of my favorite practices. I know you're going to get so much out of this. And if you would like access to the video replay, as well as the slides that really break down the formula so you can see it for yourself and really see everything that we're talking about, check the show notes below. You can grab the video replay and the slides for a limited time for only $11. So you can really have the full experience. Otherwise, here is the audio replay of part two of how to master manifestation. And I hope that you enjoy. Welcome to How to Master Manifestation, day two, part two. This is so exciting. Today we are going deeper and my intention is that it's not going to be as long, but we're going to focus in on a couple of key aspects to really bring it full circle from yesterday. If you're tuning into day two here and you have not listened to day one, it's all good. You can listen, you can tune in. And then I recommend going back for just a little bit more of the context, a little bit more of the, um, the system, but we are going to do a tiny recap because it does lead into today's. So welcome again, part two, how to master manifestation. That is what we're diving into. Let's do it. Today we are talking about the missing pieces with manifestation. So what I mean by missing pieces, we went over yesterday, a lot of people or a lot of teachers kind of talk more just about the writing it out, maybe taking inspired action, that type of thing. But there is the something more. If you're here, if you're in my community, if you're a seeker, a deep thinker, you've always been here for a life of transformation, that is often the something more. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the missing pieces. So number one, one is the spiritual assignment. We're going to dive deeper into that and it's going to be really expansive, really fun. And then the second is everyday energetic. So really what I focus on in my everyday life to become a match for that, which I want to be moving forward, to be manifesting. And we're going to bring that daily practice that we started crafting yesterday and really bring that full circle as well. So before I fully launch in, I just wanted to say that I realized yesterday in recording day one, there is the replay that's going up on the Awakening Her podcast. However, we're looking at slides. So there's times where I'm like, do you see that on the left, it says this and on the right, it says that. And I was realizing as I'm getting ready to post it up on the podcast that that's going to be a little bit more difficult for people listening to the audio. So if anybody's listening to the audio, I'm going to do my best today to describe what we're looking at. If anybody wants to um, access the slides and even the video replay, if you're just listening to this, and it would help to see the slides. You can actually buy those for just $11 if you want to grab all the slides to use kind of as a workbook or watch the video replays. Otherwise, we are here live with this group, with this room, and then we are also posting this to the Awakening Her podcast, and the link will be sent to you if you want to buy the slides or it'll be in the show notes of the podcast. So I just wanted to say that. So let's dive into the missing pieces. Before we start with the content, we're just going to like get the energy right. So just taking a second to take Take a deep breath to come to this present moment, 
start getting settled here, close down any distractions. I will try to stay very to the point and have this not take a long time, but this is your time. This is where you get inspired, where you get activated, where you can duplicate some of my energy or energy from the cosmos and really let it come into your body. So maybe even start rubbing your palms together if you can. If you're listening to this, don't take your hands off the steering wheel, be all that self-responsible stuff. Just taking a deep breath, bringing some space into your body and just really coming to this present moment. So as you are, I'm just going to share for a second about the manifestation code, and then we will just be moving on to the content. So you guys have a discount code in your inbox that is good actually now until Sunday, because I delayed putting this up on the podcast. It didn't get up a day early. So I'm going to extend it for one more day. And this is my signature program. This is the system of manifestation and transformation. It's everything we're talking about put into a journey where I take you step by step and go into all the hows. And we go into some of the healing work. I'll be teaching the rapid embodiment technique, which on yesterday's, you saw all those screenshots of the plus this much money, you know, up 120% down 25 pounds. It's like, this is what I've been doing is the rapid embodiment technique that has had my income, um, really dramatically shift upward, um, as well as my body, my channel, I just feel better. I'm less irritated. And there's this huge technique that I've been practicing that I'm going to be teaching you. And this program takes you from where you've been to where you're going. It is the process of transformation. If you're in a shift, if you're in a goo phase, if you're not where you were and you've, you've come so far in so many ways and you're not yet where you're going, this is who this masterclass is for. This is what we're talking about. And that's what this program is going to be about. And I'm really excited to take you on this journey. So you do have a hundred dollars off for another couple days at the time of recording at the time that this goes live. And if you would like to join on the 10 week journey, it is going to ascend the soul, help you to manifest, help you get unblocked, be in that arena, be in that supportive energy and really understanding this manifestation stuff and understanding how to create magic. And over time, right, we're teaching, we're in it for 10 weeks going through tools and modalities. So if you have been called to that next level, if I resonate with you, if it feels like you're ready to invest in yourself, I would love to have you in the manifestation code. It's going to be so powerful. Okay. So we're diving into the spiritual assignments. So we've been rubbing our palms. We've been opening our chest and really opening our heart to this. This is where it gets super fucking juicy. This is the stuff that is like the center of what I'm obsessed with right now. And we're going to just go back for a minute before, as we're launching into this. Okay. So way back before you came to earth this time around, there were some key parts of your journey that were mapped out and intended for you. These are what I call soul contracts. They're not just with people. They are experiences in your life that were here to make you who you are. So with growth in mind, some of the key aspects of your life were predetermined. I believe this is how spirit shares it with me. This is my, what feels like truth at this place in time. So some aspects, your parent, your parents, your overall childhood, your general situation growing up, the major life events that you've been through as a child, as an adult, as a teenager, whatever it is. 
um, the major challenges you face. So for me, eating disorder, body image stuff, chronic pain, the major challenges you faced also your passions, your talents, your gifts. I was into astrology in like elementary school. That shit is predetermined. If you've been interested, I was saying yesterday about ghosts or the afterlife or energy or just, you know, what happens when you die? If you were that kid that was curious, that was kind of a little bit, you know, in, in that realm, you were sensitive, you were an empath, all that stuff is predetermined. Also the central teachers, maybe Gabby Bernstein came into your life and changed your life, or it was the secret that came in or, you know, particular healers, self-development gurus, peoples that have really helped you on your journey. They're also contracted into your experience as well as, you know, um, the angels that have helped you in your life. Sometimes people come out of nowhere or there's been, you know, certain people that have really taught you a lot, whether it's been through struggle or they've been like an angel in your life. Um, and what you came here to learn, that is the most predetermined thing. Your soul came here for a journey of growth, as we talked about yesterday. And some of these things are literally contracted into your experience with the intention that you will grow and rise out of it. So I believe that our power, our true magnetism, the shit that gets us into that dream life for the rest of our life, not just manifesting 20 bucks once or going to Costco and getting an awesome parking spot. That's great. But when you want to be standing in your power and have that magnetism, it comes from your transformation. It comes from what you've experienced. It comes through the grit that you have cultivated your own Phoenix story. It's like I used to self-sabotage and now I stand in my power. That your magnetism comes from your transformation and your transformation doesn't come from sunshine and rainbows, right? I always say this, that like if somebody was born into a rich family and had a shit ton of money, are you going to go to them on like how to get from debt to a million dollars or are you, you know, how to manifest money? It's like, wait a minute, from the second you were born, it was just given to you. Maybe wealth management, but how to, you know, get out of debt. Like you don't even know what you're talking about by learning, by being in adversity, by being in struggle, by being in rock bottoms, we actually, it's part of our transformation story. So if you've been in a rock bottom, if you've been messy, if you have struggled, if you have had traumatic shit happen to you, this is part of your experience. And I want to be really clear, especially in a setting like this, this is not to underestimate what has happened to you. I'm never the one that will say, oh, it's all for a you know higher good because it is extremely painful and excruciating things. But the thing I want to share with you is that these key situations in life are called soul contracts and they're experiences that are contracted into your story with the intention of teaching you exactly what you came here to learn. So even just looking at my story, because a lot of you here have heard it or heard bits and parts, I couldn't sit here and be so empathetic if I hadn't been bullied. I couldn't sit here and talk about what it feels like to be in a pile of tears on the floor, you know, hating myself if I hadn't been there or what it's like to overcome self-sabotage and procrastination and those things we talked about yesterday, abandoning myself to come back to heal that. 
It's not just impressive that like, oh, I make some money in my business. It's like, it's who I am being. It's what I have been through that makes me able to help others. What you have been through is what makes you able to give amazing advice to your friends and family, to have that wisdom, to have that heart. It's because you've been through shit. So when you think of you're here to learn, and then these experience that come, the experiences that come into your life are here with the intention that you will maybe even hit rock bottom and turn around and choose a better life for yourself because that is more powerful than if you just came into this life just filled with roses. I, I, that's great, but there's no grit. And think of all your friends and all your family and probably the most interesting people that you're the people you think are the most interesting. It's because they've overcome. It's because they've been through something. That is what you are here for. So wherever you are in that journey, whether you are struggling right now or you've made your way through so much, it is on purpose and it is teaching you and it is part of the magnetism that is going to come out of you and that is coming out of you. So I see also as an intuitive and just this reader of life that in between these key parts of your life that are somewhat fixed, the experiences, the parents, all that stuff is free will. And that is a huge part of the human journey is our ability to have free will. So with free will, you get to choose your own adventure. You get to choose how you embody these lessons. You get to choose if you read, you know, a Tony Robbins book, or you go to an event or you choose breath work, or you don't, you have the choice to heal or not to follow your heart or not, to follow your dreams or not. That's not going to be done for you. That is your choice as free will, because what it takes to choose yourself is like grit and it stretches you and you learn through it. And that's what your soul's hoping that you'll choose the light that you'll remember who you are, that you'll remember the magic of this experience and then overcome the things in your mind, in your body that have taught you that you can't do this shit. That's what the soul wants for you is for you to heal and rise, but you have 100% free will. You can put on those running shoes and go for a walk or not. You can drink at 10 AM or not. You can shower every day or not look after your teeth or not though. That's your free will. I know those things are all just like, you know, little, big, whatever, that is the, the whole thing is we have free will. If I'm looking to take care of my body and I want to build strength, yoga, Pilates, exercise, lifting weights, whatever, it's my free will. It's up to me to choose what feels good, to learn, to listen to my intuition, to find my path. So either way, your soul is learning. And this is good because it takes the pressure off. But for me, it also lights a fire. Either way, your soul is learning. If you go through the rest of this life and don't choose to overcome on the other side, it's okay. You're not being judged. Your spirit team is never judging you. They're never frustrated with you. They're never going like, oh my God, she's not getting the memo. That's a misconception. They love you. They're like, they're not going, oh my God, she's not getting the memo. They're like, okay, let's give her an eagle here. Like yesterday, let's give her a dime here. Let's give her an opening here. Let's see if she goes for it. Let's see if they go for it but it's up to you. That is the part of this experience we have to understand. And either way, your soul's learning. Your soul hopes that you will step into that higher version. Your soul hopes that you will find your light and live in purpose and health and happiness. But we've had hundreds of lives that we didn't do that, that we didn't choose that. And that's normal. 
there's people around you. Probably most of the people around you won't choose enlightenment in this lifetime. You have aunts and uncles and cousins and friends that won't necessarily find pure consciousness. They're not supposed to yet. They're slightly younger souls. It's not better or worse. We were there. It's like going like, oh, it's just an eight-year-old. It's like you were an eight-year-old once, right? You were a younger soul. You chose the path of darkness over and over and over or had shit happen to you or had those lifetimes that you didn't figure it out. In fact, this may be one of the first lifetimes that you truly step into your power. Maybe there's been a couple before, but you are in that point where your soul is saying it is so worth it. You are worth it. All it is is some healing, some reprogramming. I know it sounds big, but it's all in this evolution. And either way, it's okay. You feel this. Yes. Either way, it is okay. They're not frustrated. They're not, you know, irritated with you. But as you choose to manifest, as you have desires of that higher vibration, like we talked about yesterday with the charts and the graphs, when you want something bigger, it's going to bring things up because that is you choosing the path of ascension or transformation or personal development, however you want to look at it. You're choosing to personally develop. So in that, shit's going to come up because you're wanting to develop through something, right? So the sabotage or the procrastination or the frustration, yes, you do choose it, Lisa, yes. All of that, there's nothing wrong. You're at your upper limit. You're at your growth edge. And it's just about, are we going to breathe through? Are we going to go to that next level? Because your manifestations will call you there. So that's when I say your, your manifestations are meant for you. It's like the thing is meant for you. The experience is meant for you, but you're also meant to desire it because it's going to pull you through exactly what your soul intended you to learn. So if I want more money, if I want a successful business, it will call me as I was sharing yesterday to heal the part of me that doesn't want to be seen, to heal the part of me that can charge my worth or stand in my power or lead people or be inspiring or do my own work when shit gets tough and I want to bail and I want to, you know, take all the stuff that I've taken out of my drawers to declutter. And I just want to shove them all back in and go about my normal life and not do this stuff. But I choose to keep going and not every day and not every day is glamorous, but that's what our soul truly is intending. And as you choose to manifest, choose to manifest, you're choosing a growth journey as we've been talking about. So you have free will. So said another way, as you fuel your transformation, you become increasingly more magnetic. As that's why you've been drawn to self-love. It's probably, you know, therapists and counselors and coaches and self-love and self-care. And the stuff's been coming out because that's what your soul wants for you. It's not because it's the woke thing to do or the trendy thing of the moment. It's because your soul is calling you to come home to who you are, to become your own best friend, to root yourself on, to become your own mentor. And as you fuel your transformation, you become more magnetic. As you love yourself, as you learn to show up for yourself, as you believe in yourself, you become more magnetic. So this is not to make light of any trauma or to buy bypass deep healing work in any way. In fact, it's the absolute opposite. It's embracing the healing work. It's authentically and safely moving through what you've been through, learning, healing. Yes, no worries, my love. Thank you for joining. 
So this is what it's about leaning into that. I am worth that. I didn't want to give my power away to my mom or the bullies for the rest of my life. So it was an act of self-love to keep going into the healing work, going into the manifestation work. So it's not to bypass. It's actually to lean in because what you've been through is leading you to that healing, which I know you're already in that realm of healing. And on the other side is realizing how badass you are reactivating that natural confidence that you're allowed to have, that you are born with, that you are meant to have. And this type of confidence doesn't come from winning a fancy award or being called pretty. This confidence comes by being a deliberate creator, by knowing who you are, by being connected to spirit or your highest self or the meaning of life. It's that full body fuck yes, that full experience. And that's what happens through whether it's the healing work or just the bravery and the pushing through and I deserve to do yoga and I'm going to do this or go after my dreams. That is what we're being called to do. And the badass that you truly are is fully expressed on the other side of that. It is so worth it. So to recap, because we're going to bring, we're going to put a pin in that for just a microsecond. We're going to come back to that in a second. So a recap on yesterday is your manifestations, there's a graph on the screen right now of, what are those, a Venn diagram with the three circles that come together in the middle? I think that's, yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, And there's, your manifestation happens when the doing, the being, and the assignment all come together. So we talked about this yesterday, that the being is about 70% of the work, the doing, the action you are taking is about 10%, and the assignment is about, what is it? (laughs) 30, 20, there we go. I'm like, crap, where did I go? Um, Is about 20% of the work. And all of these come together. So, you know, it's kind of like at the end of the day, you, I'm not saying this actually about nutrition, but you should eat about hundred grams of protein and blah, 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 grams of carbs and blah, blah, blah. And you're doing that all day. And by the end of the day, it adds up. So why I said that is that We do some doing, we practice the being, oh, some shit comes up. We do some more of the assignment work and then we're back into taking inspired action and then we're embodying and we're practicing and then, oh, some upper limit stuff, some mom stuff came up, some worthiness. Okay, I'm going to bravely move through and we keep massaging the system. It's not just we do some doing, we do some this, we're always doing it and manifestation isn't just linear. So whenever we do any of these things, when you take inspired action, when you practice feeling the feelings, when you meet what has been coming up, anytime you do any of these, you create momentum, you move forward. It's a game of energy. You're putting water in the cup, water in the cup. You know, if I want more health and vitality, I take my supplements, I put water in the cup. I remember my water, (laughs) I put water in the cup. I go for a walk, water in the cup. Fills up, fills up, fills up. And it will spill over and manifest the energy. Always everything you're doing is adding up. It's a game of energy. So try not to think of it as there, that there are right and wrong things to do or that there's one way to manifest. You have to be nurturing all of these at some degree, even little drips. 
But because it's a game of energy and momentum, the more you do, the faster it comes. Not so much just in doing, but if you do some big, brave healing work, you get a rush of blessings, of manifestations coming up. If you do some embodiment work and you spend a weekend like really, you know, in the embodiment of what you're becoming, you'll notice an influx, a little bit of influx in money or your health, or you'll just feel really good in your body. That all adds up. It's a game of energy. So again, on the screen, there's the doing 10%, the actions you take, the being 70%, which is the energy you carry and who you are being in relation to what you want. If you want health, but you're never doing anything in line with health at all, the time comes where you're like, fuck, okay, fine. (laughs) Or with money, if you're in stress and and scarcity and lack, who you are being in relation to money If you were in relationship with your goal, if health was a person, if money was a person, if your business was a person, who are you being with them? Because I used to want health. I mean, originally it was weight loss, but it eventually was health, but I was still beating myself up. So if I walked around with my husband being like, why are you doing that? Why are you eating that? Ew, gross. You know, that's going to hurt you. You know, that's going to like, how long would he be married to me? If I was doing that to my bestie, like, you know, she's like, oh, I went for a walk, but it was only 10 minutes, only 10 minutes. No, I'm the one going like, good job. 10 minutes. Good job. Who are you being in relation to your goal, in relationship with your goal? And the being's also your overall vibe in general. One to 10, how are you often feeling? I said this on the Awakening Her podcast a while ago. If someone was to follow you around and every 10 minutes was like, one to 10, how do you feel? And you're like, uh, I don't know, six. Okay. One to 10, how do you feel? Uh, seven. <laughs> one to 10, how do you feel? Irritated at you, four. But really, if someone was to do that and add it up at the end of the day, that's approximately what you're vibing at, right? The, the overall energy. So you have a bad day, doesn't really matter. But if you're down there all the time, that is who you are being and it's harder to manifest. And then the assignment, and that is the focus of today. So we're doing, uh, doing being assignment. So the assignment is the 20%. And this is the lessons you learn. This is the growth experience. This is the healing. This is the self-love that you find along the journey this is the self-compassion, the soul compassion, the soul expansion. This is your overcoming. All of my journey, my business, my body, my even healing my pain, because I'm now living in a lot less pain than even a year ago. It's all about more coming home to me. There wasn't a magic supplement. There wasn't, oh, it was kale. It was kale the whole time. Like it's not. It's me learning to not self-abandon. It's me going, I love you body so much because my tissues and my cells are listening. It's been a huge assignment journey. So this is the inner transformation piece of it. What is your goal asking you to step into? Who is it asking you to become? Okay. So in the assignment, as I just said, the lessons you learn, the growth you experience, the healing, the soul expansion. So as I, as I mentioned, every manifestation comes with an invite to become that person. The spiritual assignment calls you through the persistent blocks and into your power and into magnetism. It's a transformation. 
It will ask you to heal. It will ask you to release. It will ask you to transcend. In some cases, when you're doing a full life overhaul, you're transcending everything you fucking learned, basically. What society taught you about yourself, what your parents said, what you witnessed, experienced, what you learned about your worth, it's going to take you through the ringer. But this is the interesting part is that manifestation follows the awakening journey. You're already on that journey. It's all one journey. It's pretty trippy. Like transformation, awakening, and manifestation is like this, all this mirrored journey and you're, you're, you're in all of it. So you will transcend what blocks you, but not through force, not through hustle anymore, not through inner critic, not through rules and regulations, through expansion through loving yourself into that vibration, into those actions. So regarding your goals, doing a little audit, what is your, what are your goals calling you to heal in order to manifest them? Now that we're like right here in this container, just like really, truly what comes up, of course, you can put it in the chat, in your notebook. What is it asking you to transcend? And you may not totally know, but it's incredible what's in there. What are my goals asking me to do or be or transcend? Okay. In order to get more fit, I need to be more consistent with myself. And I find that I always put my needs last. So in order for me to step into more regular fitness, I'm going to need to learn how to prioritize my needs. That might be exactly what's going on. It might not be fitness, but it might be, you know, something else like that. So regarding your goals, do you feel stuck in the same patterns over and over, especially when you're trying different things and and you are really trying to be optimistic or to journal or to whatever, but you're stuck in letdown or scarcity or self-sabotage? These are the assignments. Or maybe continuously showing up in low self-worth or low confidence. So low self-worth, the way I would say that is I don't value myself low value on self. So we allow other people to treat us certain ways. We can't ask for what we need. Boundaries are really hard. Um, those are low self-worth behaviors, self-rejection, self-abandonment. They're not wrong and bad. We don't shame ourselves. Remember yesterday, shame and guilt. They're the lowest vibrations. You never shame yourself, but it's just asking. And I do that. I'll be like, I'm totally showing up in low self-worth when I put off my needs and end up not doing it day after day, the meditation or whatever it is. Build self-worth so I can put myself and my gifts out there. Yeah, self-worth and confidence, right? Putting your gifts out there. I'm being asked to transcend self-doubt, self-sabotage, and social anxiety. Yeah, I love this. So remember in this moment, we don't have to worry about the how. And every time it comes like, oh my God, like how would I do that, right? Just passing it over, you know, I will learn. I am learning. I'm here for big lessons. And depending on who you speak to in the clouds or whatever, spirit, help me to transcend this. I'm ready. I'm willing to learn. And we're going to get into more tangible practices as well. And it's also healing wounds, right? Healing the stuff we've been through. So being really honest with yourself, where are you coming from? And then I have here on the slides, when you want to manifest a specific goal. So at the top, it says, I want to manifest blank. So you can think about, "Mm, I'm learned here to learn patience. And I am, yes, it doesn't matter how long it takes. You're in the game, skin's in the game. I love that. So at the top of the slide is I want to manifest blank. I want to manifest health, money, a partner, whatever it is. So when we start looking at the assignment, you're basically going to start asking yourself, 
what comes up when I set out to manifest this? So Anique, self-doubt, confusion, pain, build self-compassion, trust, and health. I love how you flip that. So for you, you know, what comes up when I want to manifest this? Self-doubt might come up, confusion, pain, me too. Those are ones that can very easily come up within myself. Confusion is actually a limiting belief, which is really interesting. Um, I remember when I first learned that, it triggered the hell out of me. Like, I don't know how. Like, that's a limiting belief. I'm like, but I... I don't know how, screw you, I don't really know how. But when we stay in that and we don't allow ourselves to bust through, it can become a limit um, to be confused or not know how. Anyway, um, so when we're looking at the assignment, healing what you've learned about this thing. So if you're part of On the Path, in the healing module, we talk about look at your manifestation, say it's, I want to manifest money, like without all of the story, without all of the details, just what did you learn about money growing up? So maybe you want a partner. What did you learn about partnership growing up? Your body. What did you learn about health and wellness or chronic illness? Maybe it was normal. Maybe actually there were people that almost played the victim and were maybe the martyrs are always suffering and you learn people in my family suffer or suffering gets you attention or suffering's normal. This isn't, again, no shame. It's just, what did you learn about that thing? And I have people that, you know, clients that'll feel like maybe it's men or something have always let them down. And then they look and they're like, wow, I witnessed my dad let my mom down over and over and over. It's what became normal. It's what became normal in the subconscious mind. But it doesn't have to be normal for you. So it's that work that this is the part, this is why we do quote unquote the work and why no amount of just mantraing or whatever is going to bring that full manifestation. So really healing what you learned about that thing and how we do this is inner child work, shadow work. You may pick um, a modality, like it might be therapy or um, EMDR, or there might be plant medicine. Like for you, it can be all of these things can work depending on our own constitution and like who we are. It's kind of like different teachers are meant for different people. Different healing modalities are meant for different people. So you don't have to do any one thing, but my favorite are healing, uh, inner child healing and shadow work. And inner child is really just looking at what did I learn from my childhood that is now limiting me? And it's usually around self-worth. It's usually around not being enough or being too much, being too sensitive, too loud, you know, not smart enough. For me, when I was bullied, it was my body. I had no insecurity around being smart enough, but I was super insecure with my body from a young age after I was bullied. So that healing work is literally just going back and looking at the part of our inner child that is still sad or still needs something. And of course I go deeper into this on the path. I will be in the manifestation code and in my work with my clients, it doesn't have to be one big thing or one big rolling around on the floor crying. I've definitely done that, but it's really just coming home to like, what did I learn? And how is my childhood now creating perceived limits? So the assignment is also reprogramming. And that's why that's on the path as well. And in my work, because our brain picked up on those narratives, right? For me, money was hard. Money is hard is a term that was launched in my subconscious brain because my mom felt that that's what she experienced. We grew up in scarcity, poverty. She was on welfare for some of the time, a single parent. So for her, money was hard. It got launched into my subconscious. And one day I had to go to work on that and go like, but it doesn't have to be hard. 
And I'm seeing other people be like, money is easy. You know, I was like, I don't know what the heck you're drinking, but like money does not feel easy. It's because it wasn't, it was locked into the brain. So that's why we do reprogramming is like literally moving out of like moving through the assignment, moving out of our old patterns and into our next level is mostly the healing and the recognizing of, of the main narratives that, that come up and the reprogramming of the brain. Cause it's repetitive. Like, no, you can't. Oh no. You know, I'll do it later. Like it's those automatic thoughts. So it's not that hard and it makes a lot of sense that you think, okay, I experienced things inside that taught me things. Money's hard. Relationships are unreliable. And now my brain believes it. And as long as your brain believes it, you'll keep recreating it because what you perceive is what you receive. Your reality is a projection of what's going on inside you. So that's why we do inner child work. It's not to blame our parents. It's not to bring up all this shit we don't want to bring up. It's to actually just understand like, yeah, I grew up like not knowing my value or my parents didn't have time for me. There's no blame, but now it impacts you. So if you haven't already been through healing work, this is why we do it. Because as we go to manifest, our shit will come up every single time. Self-worthiness, self-love will come up, boundaries, all these things you've already been moving through. So one of the comments I've been trying hard to heal, the results are not on par with efforts instead of feeling discouraged. Instead of feeling discouraged, maybe it's about believing and doing it. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a little, I want to share this here. Again, it feels contradictory, but there is this area of healing that is, I'll do my best to explain it in a short, a short period here, but we want to be healing what's been coming up, but we also don't want to get lost in the cycle of perpetual healing. So there's so far to go. There's so much to heal. I have so much work to do. And I'm not saying that that's what you're saying. I'm actually just bringing it up because I know a lot of us deal with that, myself included. I always felt like I'm so fucked up. I'm so, I lack willpower. I've got, you know, my mom and my insecurity and pain. And it's just like, oh my God, there's so much work to do. And yes, there's some key narratives that had to be realized about my childhood and what I was carrying, what I was making my, like it mean about myself but I actually dropped a lot of the like, so much work needs to be done. And I started saying to myself, nothing more needs to be done for me to manifest. Nothing more needs to be, needs to be done, but stuff comes up. And then I do point at that when it's like, Oh, it's been a week of like all this shit coming up and not feeling good enough. Then I do dive in. But I say to myself all the time with business, nothing more needs to be done. Just show up, just be you. Nothing more needs to be done because we don't want to put our manifestation out there. I'm going to get to that toward the end of this, make it really separate from us. It's actually about bridging the gap and bringing it closer. So continuing to do the healing work, but maybe also shifting into, I don't need to completely heal every nook and cranny. Like, oh yeah, and the time my lunch money, and oh yeah, and the time my dad was angry, and oh yeah, we don't need to go through everything. That's our brain trying to consciously analyze healing, whereas it's actually a body and emotional thing more than a brain thing. So maybe there are times when you can say, I've done enough. I am actually, nothing more needs to be done to manifest because there are those parallel realities going on. You may have a belief of low self-worth or whatever it is for any one of you, 
but simultaneous to that is still your 100% ability to manifest. Like unlimited possibilities don't go away because we've gone into lack. It's that we have like fogged over the lens. So I'm trying to explain energy, but even when we're feeling triggered, we still have the full capacity to manifest in that moment. So I will say to myself, even though I'm having a low day, even though stuff's coming up, I am still manifesting. I am still manifesting my dreams, even though I'm scared shitless, even though I'm feeling like I might even be holding myself back a little bit, or I haven't done yoga in a week. I'm still manifesting. I'm still manifesting my goals. Nothing more needs to be done. And sometimes that energy makes us go, drop your shoulders because stuff will come up. And just the other day I was in an interview for the podcast and this woman said something about when we're in the womb, we start picking up information when we're only six weeks along, meaning our mom probably didn't even know we were pregnant and we are already picking up information. And I had this massive aha about what my mom was going through. And I was like, Oh my God, my feelings of not an, or of being alone and that nobody wants me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so many things making sense. I'm listening to her like in the middle of an interview, having like a breakthrough of a lifetime and that stuff will come up and that does catapult me forward, but I didn't have to dig and search and like, you know, I'm like bloody knuckles cause I've been working so hard. Healing is more about a love frequency, a gentle frequency saying I am enough. I am manifesting right now. And something I really want to say is that you don't, you're not a better manifester if you're just like ticking boxes. It is authentically being compassionate and love with yourself. So if you don't know what else to do, turn around and say to yourself, nothing else needs to be done. And right there, you're more magnetic. So we're going to talk now, and we're bringing these together about the everyday energetics to manifest. And this is a big part of the spiritual assignment, because if you're like me and basically all my clients, it hasn't always been easy to show up for ourselves in the way we're talking about, because it could have been low self-worth, low confidence. You weren't shown how to speak up or be strong in who you are. Again, boundaries, all these things, you know, self-care, these things show that it's a challenge to show up for ourselves. And it, sometimes it's investing in ourselves or giving the effort, you know, going for the walk and just doing it. Um, and that is part of the spiritual assignment, no matter what you've been through, the, the remedy of creating devotion to yourself is going to be a healing frequency, no matter what you've been through, no matter your story or your inner child wounds, your soul is calling you to come home, to show up for yourself. So devotion, when it comes to manifestation and what you desire is almost probably the most important thing. It's not instead of the 10%, 20%, it's, it's the overarching umbrella you need to create consistent cultivation of your desires. So this is your life. This is the point of free will when you get to choose. And your life, your manifestations, your desires, what you've outgrown, that chrysalis that you're ready to just break free because you've formed into something, you know, more powerful inside or you yearn for that, it's calling you to stretch. It's calling you to grow. It's calling you to invest time, effort, and sometimes money into yourself because you are worth it. So cultivating this devotion, as we get through this to the everyday, like daily practice, you see that it's about continuously massaging your goals, consistently watering the soil, consistently nurturing what you desire. And that's a you game. That's the part that you need to bravely step into. 
and go, okay, instead of starting my day all hectic and frazzled, I'm just going to do a quick meditation because I'm worth that today. And I know I normally would have just launched in and then been stressed by lunchtime or, you know, so I'm just going to start with a meditation because I'm worth it. I'm craving more mindfulness and peace and vitality and health in my life. So this is one thing I can do to actually move myself forward. And that's the you part. That's the you game. And if you need mentors or accountability buddies or friends on the path, then awesome. But ultimately it's just between you and you. And this is where you realize that you are worth it. Your goals are worth it. Anything you spend time doing as far as we're talking about like taking action or more of the energy, the healing, anything you spend time doing will move you forward. Whether it's mantras, whether it's pulling angel cards, whether it's deep healing, investing in a mentor, going on a walk, it all moves you forward. The key is to learn to love yourself. And again, this is like independent of the wound. It'll, this will still be a key for you. Learn to love yourself so much that you want to go after your dreams, that you honor your dreams, that you know that you are worth showing up for your dreams. Like I love myself so much. I want success for myself. That was a big key in me flipping self-sabotage because I started going, why am I sabotaging my own desires? It's not somebody else sabotaging my desires because they like have a vengeance for me or something. It's me sabotaging the things I say I want. That's an energetic disconnect inside that we all take part in sometimes, or it comes, if that's you, no shame. This is what we do, but that's the part of why love is part of the assignment. Can you love yourself to health? Can you love yourself to wealth? to success because you're worth it. So we don't go out on the walk because we should, or we have to, or even a certain amount of steps. If you set a step goal, because that's what makes you feel good. Awesome. But it's not about that anymore. It's about loving yourself so much that you want to go after your goals. They're worth it. You're worth it. The you just on the other side of this is like, fuck yeah, look at this. Look at us go. I know it's hard. I know we're at a little bit of like a, but like keep pushing through, keep showing up for your dreams, whether it's learning about how to create a business or whether it is, you know, it's time to go back to therapy or it's time to read this book again, or it's time to take fucking action. I'm ready to go back to the gym or go to the yoga studio. You are worth it. And that's what your soul is saying to you. That's what your spirit team is saying to you. You are worth it. You are worth the time, the effort, anything. If you have kids or someone you love in your life, they are worth the time, the effort, the everything that you put into them. They are so worth it. And so are you. And remember, what's she going to say? That as you sign up for, as you move forward in your life and show up for your goals, remember This isn't doing your fucking taxes that you have to drag yourself to the kitchen table to do. This is, you get to show up for your dreams. And that's nothing about taxes because do your taxes, kids. But seriously, doing yoga, going for a walk, remembering your supplement. It's not fucking going to the dentist. This, you get to show up for your dreams. You get to show up for your manifestations. It gets to be fun. That is the healing part of it. 
going out in nature because you're worth it. And it's like, oh, I said I'd go for a walk. It's a walk. Get out there. Butt slap. Let's do this. You're worth it. And this is the part that we go, oh, I don't know. You know, and if I'm considering investing or buying a fresh pressed juice or something, and of course, don't invest out of your means, whatever, whatever. We all know that. But it's actually more about like, fuck it. I'm worth it. I'm worth this meditation in the morning. I'm worth this. This is like your energetic hygiene. This isn't going to a boring lecture that it's like, oh, I want to stick a fork in my eye. This is your life. You get to show up for yourself. It's an honor. It's a privilege. The way that I look at my clients right now, showing up for you guys is a fucking honor There's no part of me that goes into this going like, oh, I have a thing at at 12. This is fun. And that's how I've learned to look at myself and my own life. Very simple example. Yesterday I was leaving the house. I was going to be gone in town because we live out in the bush for a couple hours. And my daughter had a basketball game and I was passing time and I'm out there. And I realized as I got to the end of my street that I didn't bring any water. And I go, oh, yeah. and I'm like, you know, ah, it's not that long. I'm like three, four, four, five hours. Okay. Oh, I could buy some bottled water. You don't want bottled Go back home. It, like I wasn't late. I turned around. I went home. I come back in the door. My husband's like, oh, did you forget something? I'm like, I'm just grabbing water because I'm worth it. He's like, okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. And we can all relate to that, right? It's like, I am worth this. It's not like, oh God, I have to go back. It's like, no, I'm worth this. And so are your dreams. And so are your desired states of being. So in this everyday energetics, it is important to start, you know, to bring it more tangible, to start getting your vibe more up there with things that feel good. Raise up to your goals. That's one thing spirit told me a long time ago. And I've heard Abraham say this actually, that your desires can't come to you. Your desires can't come to you when you're at a four inspiration, maybe could, or intuition, like keep going, it's worth it. But your manifestations can't come to you. A million dollars comes at a million dollar vibe. Optimal health comes in an optimal health vibe. And one more time, you're not expected to be perfect every day, 10 out of 10 all the time. That's not realistic. We have moon cycles. We have stuff that comes up in our life. We have hormone cycles. We're allowed to be human, but this is about as a whole, raising up into this more magnetic place, raising up into this place where you believe in yourself, where you believe in your desires, where you want to show up for yourself, where you know you're fucking worth it. Because the ROI, as I said yesterday, is the most amazing thing. The return on investment. When you get your vibe up there, you instantly start attracting like things. You start attracting clarity. You start attracting well-being, optimism, a more even mood, solutions, clarity. That's what starts happening as you raise your vibe. So in your daily life, as you're going about your manifestation journey, raising your vibe from this perspective, not just wearing a high vibes only t-shirt and being like, I'm doing it. Like actually have a bath, go out in nature, dance to your favorite song, Nurture your inner child and go get ice cream on a Wednesday afternoon. Take off your shoes at the beach, eat a mango, hug a bestie. Tell yourself, I'm doing a good job. Nothing more needs to be done. My manifestation is meant for me. 
Whatever you need to do, start focusing on that, noticing that you will raise your vibe. And as you start doing this, you will start to feel different. Every time, as I said yesterday, every time we shift a little bit, there's a feedback from the universe. And the first thing to look for is a feeling of well-being. So if you're sitting in lack and scarcity and you go, no, okay, I'm not going to go down that, that route or that route. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that to that place. I'm going to believe in abundance. There must be a way I'm going to be fine. And all of a sudden you go like, huh. That's your very first indicator that you've shifted into a better place, that you are more in line with your manifestations. And as you hear me talk, and as you get activated with this remembering that it's not so serious and you're not so fucked up and it's not outside your control or with outside the realm of possibility for you to manifest everything that you desire, we need to continuously choose that higher road. Choose that higher road when the lack and scarcity comes in. Go, no, instead of that, I'm going to give myself love and compassion. Instead of believing I can't do it, I'm going to turn around and say, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm going to learn how I'm open. Every time we shift just a little bit, we start feeling different. And that's how you know you're in a better place is when you, you start feeling different. And I love, this may not resonate with all of you, but I love going, not today, Satan, not today, devil, not today, ego, fuck that shit. This is my life. I get to show up for it. I am creating better feeling thoughts. No, you're not taking me out today. And then when real big stuff comes out, it comes up, we don't run. We do the work as we're talking about with the spiritual assignment and the, all, all the rest of this. But it's that everyday stuff. It's that, ah, fuck. Oh, no, I'm never going to get the job. Never. No, 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 no. Tomorrow is unwritten. What I write today in my mind, in my brain, the actions I take dictate my tomorrow. Not today. No, I'm not going to believe that. Tilly is absolutely amazing. She was the voice in my head. So many people say that. Like having you, like when I work with people one on one, having you. In voice memos, like having you in my head, I already feel different this morning. And all this speaking is so much, speaking so much to me. So glad. Oh, I love that. No worries. You're per, you're on perfect time. This is perfect. And so the, then the other thing we can do in our everyday is, and we're going to get to the taking action, but also what we can do is to practice positive emotions. And you've probably heard something similar to this, but think about it as practicing. So what I like to do with my clients is I like to see their core desired emotions and it sounds fancy, but it's really just, what do you desire more than anything? Is it freedom, relief, fun, excitement, play, joy, fulfillment, purpose, connection, community, start getting to know, and even write out a list of five to 10 of the most important feelings that you want to feel. This is, I know you've heard this by now, that's where your manifestations are leading you. You don't just want the money. You want the freedom that the money brings. You don't just want the partner. You want the connection that the partner brings or the love or whatever it is. So get even deeper into what are my core desired emotions. For me, freedom is massive, fun, play, ease, joy. These are all words that really do resonate with me. So if you're all about relief or freedom, how can we start to bring more of these, practicing them? And one thing that spirit showed me years ago, and this is when all the quantum stuff was coming up is like, okay, say I'm about relief. 
And I just want like relief because I always feel so much tension, pressure. And I think, what can I do to create a little bit of relief? Like even today, right now and be like, okay, like that bill that's due is like running in my brain and I keep thinking about it. And I don't have the time. Like, I'm just going to sit down and just pay that bill. I'm just going to sit down, tickety tick, appity app, <laughs> password, transfer, e-bill, whatever.com. And then all of a sudden I pay the bill and I go, oh, Awesome. Or maybe it's, there's so many things floating around in my brain. I just need to make a list. I just need to make a list of all the stuff I need to do today because that would bring relief. Or maybe every day you're like, oh, I should walk. And oh, no, I can't. Oh, and then it's two o'clock and three o'clock. What if you went for a walk at 8 a.m. and just got it out of the way? So the rest of the day you go, huh, I did it. I did my 10 minute walk at 8 a.m. Instead of putting it off and putting it off, causing all that stress, looking for a way you can practice relief. I also get my clients to role play. It is so fun, especially once you get into that expanded mindset. Pretend you're relieved. Be relief right now. Put on a song and embody the fuck out of relief. And it might be like, oh, ah, ah. like don't judge it. Just be it. Freedom, fun. And it's practicing. It's not a hundred percent. It's practicing. Maybe you're being called for more play called for more joy, practice. What would feel playful? What would feel fun? I hoot and holler all around my house. I tell everybody that I'm a weirdo, but that, but those positive emotions serve me because I get into like, yeah, this life. And of course, again and again and again, there's lots of times I don't feel like that, but the more you practice relief in that moment, the more you practice play in that moment, in that moment, because the now is all we have, totally different slideshow or totally different masterclass, because all we have is the now, when you practice play in the now, you literally go outside and go wee at the leaves or the snow, or you go to the beach and just joy, just have fun for a minute. In that moment, you are attracting towards you play and things that make you feel playful in that moment. So manifestation isn't just about what 10 things do I do to get $10,000 as you embody more freedom, as you embody more confidence, as you embody more relief and fun in those moments, you are attracting relief and fun. So right now you're saying, you know, the beautiful comment of feeling already different than this morning, right now you are technically attracting towards you better things than when you felt low, but no, no shame for when we feel low. So that's why these things have such a powerful ROI. That's why they are so worth it because when you're out on a walk, sure, you're burning calories, but that's not what we care about anymore. You're feeling good. You're moving your body. That stuff in that moment of like, ha, ah, I'm doing it. This feels good. In that moment, you are attracting more good feelings. It's that simple. So when you can hack the system and not just look for the 17 money things to do to attract money, but actually totally take your focus away from that and embody more fun, embody more relief, asking yourself, who am I being in relation to money? And maybe practicing gratitude when you pay your bills. There's lots of things like that, that I've done to shift my relationship with money so that I am not being anxious and controlling. I'm being more like, Oh, thank you, money. I'm paying my assistant. I'm thinking of all the things she did for me this month or this week. And I'm, I'm grateful to exchange that. 
even when I'm going to the grocery store and it's like, oh, okay, I have to transfer from here and transfer from here. I can still at the end of the day go, look at all the stuff I brought home. I'm grateful that I got to buy those things. It's practicing more positive emotion, not being fake, but actually practicing. I I just saw that on my face because I'm not looking at myself. That is so funny. So raise your vibration however you can, especially, I love to play the game of bridging the gap. When you're already feeling pretty good or neutral, how can you stretch? It can be as simple as a song. I don't mean stretch, like physically stretch. It's how can you stretch your vibration? It might be stretching. It might be a song. It might be eating your favorite meal or going outside or all these things that we've talked about and practice those core desired emotions, saying to yourself to take on yesterday, when I practice play, I manifest more. There's a reason I say the more fun I have, the more I manifest, the more relief I create, the more relief I create, the more freedom I create, the more freedom I create, like get in the good momentum, get with your head in the light, realize that you can carve out these things. You can create more freedom and ease and joy. Oops. And then another tangible practice that we can do is seeing the proof seeing the evidence of your success. If you're a member of On The Path, we talk about this. That was one of the weekly assignments. Show your brain that you're moving forward. This is a physical practice every day. Even this practice alone, I've seen incredible results with myself, my clients. Every day for the next week, focus on write out two to three, three to five, whatever you want, even just one thing that shows you proof of your success shows you evidence of your forward momentum. So when I'm creating more money and I find a dime, I'm like, ooh, proof that dime was not in my experience before, or a payment comes forward, or I pay a bill and then it's paid off. And I'm like, that's abundance right there. I'm seeing proof. I'm starting to perceive. This is something we're going to get really into in the manifestation code is like learning to perceive what you want already in your experience not pretending you're a millionaire, perceiving abundance, perceiving health, perceiving vitality, forward momentum, starting to recount what did I used to struggle with that I no longer do? Where have I moved forward in the last three months, six months? Where can I see abundance? Where can I see connection? I had a client that really wanted a relationship. And when she came to me, her brain, as this always, you know, we always do, was focused on like, oh, my friends are getting married and all of my friends, you know, have these things and I don't, or I see couples everywhere and it's annoying because it's what she wanted and it was separate from her in her mind. And as we worked together, she started seeing other couples as proof that people are finding love all the time. And when she'd have one of her friends getting married, she's like, whoa, that's actually proof that, you know, you can find someone and you can get married and healthy relationships are everywhere. And we literally are switching her brain to perceive the fact that relationships that are healthy are everywhere versus I'm the only one that doesn't have it. Though it's like, you know, one is manifesting a relationship and one is in resistance to a relationship. So yeah, how do we perceive abundance already in our experience? How do we perceive success? Where are you even a little healthier than you used to be? Maybe you used to drink lots of pop or you used to smoke cigarettes or you used to whatever else and now you don't. And that's a way you've moved forward. Look at you go. The brain is a very important part of this. 
today you gently did your exercise, didn't push yourself when you felt really shitty, felt sick, still do. Don't force yourself. Yeah, yeah, to not force yourself when your body's asking for rest, that is, that's beautiful. That is honoring yourself. And I'm so glad that you came even though you weren't feeling well. Really, really good job, my love. Thank you for sharing. So now we're going to, as we start to wrap up, as we did yesterday, we're going to end in a beautiful practice, a little energetic practice. But before we do, we're going to really talk about creating a daily practice to bridge the gap and close the window between you and your manifestations. On the screen, I have your daily practice. If any of you live want to take a screenshot, of course, go for it. If anybody would like to purchase the slides, you can, the links are in the show notes, but your daily practice is we start and yours doesn't have to look like this. And I'm going to read it out for everybody just listening. Yours doesn't have to look like this, but this is what I started to do. So instead of it being that I have to do this specific thing, this 14 day challenge or this mantra, I started backing up. And if anyone has my coloring book manifest this shit, there's a daily practice builder in there where I've basically written down all the things that I enjoy doing, going for a walk, meditating, journaling, EFT, an intentional, I call the manifestation showers. Feel free to ask me privately if you'd like, um, <laughs> or writing out, you know, gratitude, writing out my intentions, embodiment, all the things like pulling angel cards, everything I could think of that I sometimes like to do. And I made a huge list. And when I was really focused on creating devotion, cause I was really good at self-sabotaging and ignoring myself and neglecting myself. And I was committed. I am fucking rewriting this pattern. I am worth it. I am the most worth it. Why am I sabotaging my own self? <laughs> this is that point I was at. And I made a list and I put it out on sticky notes on my wall. And every day, even if I had five minutes, I can stretch, I can put on a three minute song and dance around, or I could do 45 minutes of journaling. I could do a long meditation. I made it that it didn't matter what I did. Every single thing I did was moving me forward toward healing, toward success, toward health, toward abundance. doesn't matter what I do. I am the deliberate creator. Remember from yesterday, call it what it is. When I put on this three minute song, I am manifesting abundance as I don't push my body. As you said, as I don't push my body, I'm manifesting more health. Placebo effect is real. Make it real. Call it what it is. Put that intention in there. Such a hack. But anyways, for this daily practice, I had all the stuff there that I like to do. And I just picked one and I was like, Oh, Wow. And pretty soon it'd been like a week, two weeks where basically every single day I had done something for myself. And some days I'd be going through old courses I'd taken and doing a meditation I'd forgot about, or go back to that money course and go through some prompts. Other days I'd pick a meditation on YouTube, do one of my own, read an inspiring book. Like it really didn't matter what I did. I was practicing showing up for myself, which is the assignment. That is the assignment. No matter what trauma or stuff you came in with, showing up for yourself will be a remedy. And just start looking. So on the screen, there's the category of action. And under that is, it says, take a micro or ma macro action today directly related to feeding your goal. So if you want health, drink a big glass of water, maybe with apple cider vinegar or make a beautiful meal for yourself or feed yourself. If you're hangry and you're like, no, I got to do things. I have emails to do. Just feed yourself, you know, whatever it is, but also moving yourself forward. 
Where can I do some EFT? Where can I make a post in my business? Where can I, you know, go a little bit farther into my manifestation? Where can I take some action or consuming education about how to do it? I want to always give you that out. You don't always have to know. YouTube it. Listen to a podcast. You'll get inspired. Source will meet you there. So where today can you take a micro or macro action toward your goal? Micro are the everyday little things. Macro is like a big decision, a big investment or commitment or change. Either one is fine. You don't have to take macro actions all day. How do you, how can you consume some knowledge about learning? And I told you guys yesterday, I went through a phase with money where I just like went back to courses I had learned. I went back to books I had. And for a whole week, every time I had a block of time, not at like nine o'clock at night, cause that's not my jam. I need my downtime. But every time in the day, even if I was doing the dishes, I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie or a, a YouTube video or go back to this training module. I just consumed. And then I, you know, integrated what really resonated. So action, put yourself in the arena. How can I put myself in the arena? How can I be around more like-minded people? How can I, you know, participate, show up, be in the conversation, even if it's just reading books and being with yourself, taking action toward your goal. It won't happen without that. Then looking at who, who I'm being, can we play in the new energy today? Can we practice embodiment? Any of you that have learned the manifestation, the quantum onesie and other tricks like that on the path, there are so many quantum manifestation tools there. Practice with embodiment, practice being her, practice celebrating, practice the energy of health or set a timer, embody that next level energy when that timer goes off or that notification on your phone. How can you raise your vibration today? How can you trust and surrender into the process? So at the top of the slide, it says pick one or more to do today, but even just one of these things, don't feel like you have to do all of these things. That's the part that overwhelms us. Like, how am I going to fucking do all that? We're, we're options. This is a salad bar or a food bar, you know, pick your own adventure, free will. You choose how you show up for yourself. These are ideas. So raise your vibration, go to nature. How can you trust? How do you, how can you surrender? Sometimes when I'm feeling really bunched up, I'll be like, spirit, just offer it up, offer it up to my spirit team. I'm open for clarity. I'm open for solutions that can drop my shoulders and have me not so controlling about my goal. Where can you alchemize the stress or the anxiety or the discomfort that comes up? Listen to the Awakening Her podcast, Lisa. You sent that at 111 my time. I love that. Exactly. Listen to the Awakening Her podcast. Um, but how can we alchemize stress? How can you just bounce around a little bit? Listen to a song, stretch it out, shake it out. Oh, do some EFT. How can you switch up your energy? Focus on being open. I'm open to receiving miracles today. Wouldn't it be so fun if clarity came in today? Wouldn't it be so fun if miracles flooded into my experience? Wouldn't it be so fun to feel spirit, to get angel numbers, to move forward today? Wouldn't that be fun? And pick something to embody your core desires, your core feelings, freedom, relief. These are all just ideas. And then under the assignment category, Maybe you're asking, what is my soul calling for me today or calling for me to do today or to be, or what is it saying to me? It's healing and busting through persistent, persistent limits. It's nourishing self-care. Your manifestation practice should feel good. It shouldn't be like doing taxes. It should, it's not the same as going to the dentist. It feels good. 
So how can you nourish yourself today? Especially because I bet some of your goals are in line with health and well-being. And so how can you nourish your nervous system, your body? How can you rest when your body's asking you to rest? Self-acceptance, self-compassion, nurturing your needs, basically same thing. Boundaries. Maybe there's a big boundary that needs to be put into place. Standing in your innate worth. These are all ideas of things that you can do. Maybe it's a gratitude list that just makes you feel so good. Maybe it's listing out those inspired actions. Whatever you do, remember it's a wave. It's drips of water in the pool. All of it makes a difference. There's no right or wrong. You could go through 10 months of journaling like crazy and then not journal for a year and still be manifesting. It's not the journaling. It's who you're being behind it. And then the everyday energetics as we went through, like, what can I do to raise my vibe? What can I do to feel a little bit better than what I feel right now? Sometimes that's a nap. Sometimes that's going outside or all these examples we've talked about today, doing exercise or something, dancing, playing, walking, meditating, taking a bath, reading, creativity. What can I do to feel better? The more creative I'm being, the more I'm manifesting. The more, the better I feel, the more I'm manifesting. How can I feel more freedom, relief, vitality? How can I nurture myself and feel good today? So when you're building a daily practice, make it not so serious. Make it not so right or wrong, good or bad. Just dive into the pool. Dive into more of what you want to feel, more of what your soul has been calling you for. And sometimes with the assignment, the shit's going to come up. There's times where I really want to invest in something and I'm like, and I can't like decide that I'm worth it. And then I'm like, fuck it, I'm worth it. Even if it's like a $25 yoga class, I'm like, no, I'm worth it. Or whatever it is. Sometimes it's going to ask us to push. It's like, I just don't really want to go for a walk, but I'm going to feel so much better. And if you're hurt or if you're in pain, then don't push through for the walk. But other times, sometimes we need to just dive in that devotion creating that consistency, feeding your goals, feeding your desire, feeding your way of being that you want. That is what will have you be there. And the more we stay in uncertainty, and I don't know how, and the waffling and the in and the out, it's like, it's, it's, it's harder in some ways to show up for yourself. It sounds so hard, but we spend all this time like looking for any other solution. It's like, okay, I hear you, but I would rather do anything else. So can I buy that $7 ebook? Is that going to be the thing that does it? Or that one weekend thing or that one Tony Robbins talk or that one thing, they all help you, but you have to go and integrate it into your life. Yeah. You don't have to do all of it. Little tiny bits, one after the other. And I truly do. I said this before, but I practice more than practice abundance or practice, practice success. I practice showing up for myself. And I'm like, how can I show up for myself? And then even before this, I'm like dancing and I'm doing some stretches in my hips. And I'm like, this is going to help me give the best fucking part two masterclass ever. This is attracting me abundance. And I don't have to know how I'm not going, if I do this, then someone's going to hire me. It's actually just as I take care of myself, I am more magnetic and all the things, solutions, clarity, healing, it all comes to me when I'm doing that. So dance around, play, meditate, have a bath. Yes. Take inspired action. But also remember that this gets to be fun 
and we get to move ourselves forward. This isn't doing your taxes. <laughs> I'm so down on taxes. I actually have a reward system with my husband when we're doing forms. He hates forms. He has like a physical reaction to them. I'm like, okay, for every side of the form you do, you get a square of chocolate. <laughs> the first time he's like, really? I'm like, yep. Okay. We're doing our money dates. We're doing our taxes. I've got the chocolate, make some tea reward system. Cause we all got to push through sometimes, but truly when you're showing up for yourself, how can I be brave? How can I go for it? It will take an investment. Meaning, like I said yesterday, your time, your effort, sometimes your money, but you are the most worth it. So use that discernment on what your soul really calls you to do. I don't join every single course I see or even every one that goes, woo, but the ones that I know or the books or the practices that I'm like, I know this helps me. I really try to stretch myself to read the book, to spend the time. Okay. So as we wrap up here, we are almost done. And then we're going to do our little activation. I know it feels like a lot. There's a lot of words that I've said, but it's also very simple. Nurture your desired outcome, whether it's your energy, the emotions you want, the action steps, busting through this current limit inner limit, perceived limit, it all moves you forward. It all adds up. It's an energy game. As long as you're in the arena of well-being, of moving forward, of growing, then you are attracting more of those things. That's why you're already seeing changes compared to six months ago, or maybe since yesterday or 10 years ago, it's because you've continuously fed some sort of higher light. I'm not talking God. I mean like what you want. You've continued to reach for that. The more you fan the flame, the bigger it gets. The more you fan the flame, the bigger it gets. So just really remembering that. It's not a specific thing. It's not a specific one, two, three, gain the practices because they're the anchors. You might really love EFT or you might really love journaling, then do it. But I have people that come to me that like, don't give me a journal prompt. I won't do it. I'm like, okay, let's do a thought prompt. What comes up when I say this? Like you make it yours. It's okay. And don't avoid the stuff that comes up when you set out to manifest because it comes up for all of us. And it came up for all those people that you see that have overcome what you're going through or those successful people, the millionaires, the best-selling authors, the Gabby Bernsteins, the whoever, it comes up for her too. It comes up for them too. It's just that we don't run from it anymore. And sometimes it's even like, Ooh, there's a lot of fear coming up. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know, but I'm just going to breathe through it. I'm just going to focus on those desired emotions the relief, the freedom that's going to come with my manifestations, that's going to come with that money, that success. I'm going to focus on that. And how can I bring a little bit of relief to myself today by knowing my success is inevitable, by knowing that I'm worth it, maybe putting in beach bliss or a background track and just, okay, yeah, that came up. I give myself love and compassion. Nothing more needs to be done. No matter what's going on, I love and accept myself. Okay. What can I do today to move forward? What can I do today to move toward my goal? And that sometimes is as simple as it is. 
nurturing your desires, being in the arena, showing up for yourself because you're worth it. This is your fucking life and you're doing it. As I said yesterday, you're doing it. You're not a beginner. You're knee deep, bro. (laughs) You've been doing this for a long time. You are worth it. And so maybe it's just a few little tweaks, a few little unkinking of the hose. As soon as you unkink the hose, that water comes splooshing out. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) Okay. I hope that this has helped. I am here with you in this, in this journey. It is a personal transformation. Is it a, it's a personal evolution. It's a manifestation game. Create a daily practice for yourself. Write out five to 10 physical, tangible actions you can take. Five to 10 ways that you can practice that new energy. Even two, three, it's okay. What is it calling you into? And just incrementally moving forward. And if every day you dance and conjure up a sliver of joy, you are moving in the right direction. If you do small things, gratitude, believe in yourself little by little by little, become more aligned with the light, with unlimited possibility, because all we have is perceived limits. I promise you here, we live in an unlimited, full potential universe. There's no law around who gets to be a millionaire or who gets to miraculously heal their chronic pain or who gets to become confident. It's the people that keep going, the people that dive in, the people that don't stop and accept, well, I guess I'm stuck. What, for here on out? Like for the next 40 years, 60 years, like hells to the no. You get to move forward. And you've got this. And I promise you, there are solutions. There are ways to move through. And it starts with you. And it starts with who you're being. And it starts with nurturing your goals one by one. Drinking water, going on a walk. It's those things we avoid, but they are so worth it. Faith, trust, and pixie dust. I love that. Okay. So we're going to do a little energy activation here. I thank you guys so much for being with me today, for being with me in this journey. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll have to click over to the link because I can't put copyrighted songs up on the podcast. So we're going to give you a video link to, you'll just see my face and hear the music. So you can check the show notes to click into that. But for you live with me, you are so welcome, you guys. Okay, so I'm just going to pop in here over the recording of the masterclass and remind you, you can click the the show notes link to watch the energy activation to do it along with me to close this practice. Otherwise, I hope that this really resonated with you today, my love. I would love to see you in the manifestation code where we will go through a deep journey of transformation and also one of fun and magic and healing and moving forward and doing it together in an intimate group, step by step. Up. Let's do this. You're meant for it. I hope that this masterclass served you. I'll see you soon.